Welcome to the Tag Republic podcast, a weekly chat with Carolina Guzik about all things marketing. Some episodes are short tips that you can implement in your business right away, while others are in-depth conversations with industry leaders. Whether you're a new photographer searching for some knowledge or an established professional with years of experience, Carolina offers fresh and innovative advice that can help you transform your photography business. Before we jump into today's show, I have something to share with you. I'm now offering a four-week one-on-one coaching program for photographers. So if you have been working hard, yet you're not booking the clients you want, and your business is not at the place you want it to be, this program is definitely for you. This coaching program consists of one weekly call for four weeks. Each call will be designed to tackle one aspect of your business that you're struggling with. I will present an actionable plan that you can implement to level up your business. The calls will be recorded so you can watch the replay as many times as you want. Since this program is custom designed to cater to your needs and goals, spaces are very limited. If you need more information, please visit thetalkrepublic.com forward slash coaching or just follow the link in the description. Now, enjoy this show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Talk Republic. I'm Carolina Gusik, your host, and today we're going to be talking about Should you pay a referral commission to event planners? I don't know. That is the question. But before we jump in into this debatable topic, I want to thank you for listening to this episode. As of today, we are only 4,000 away downloads to reach 100,000 downloads. That is a massive number for my podcast. Uh, When I started this project, I... I had no idea what I was doing and I didn't have like any big goals. I just wanted to share with people my passion for marketing and to find out that my episodes have been listened close to a hundred thousand times makes me so so happy so I want to thank you because if it wasn't for you listening to me talk every week about a marketing strategy this wouldn't be possible. Now, if you want to continue, helping my podcast grow is super simple. There's a couple of things that you can do. One, if you listen on iTunes, you can leave me a review. This will be highly appreciated because obviously the more positive reviews my podcast has, the more that, you know, the algorithm is going to help me and it's going to help me reach people that perhaps haven't heard my podcast yet. Now, if you listen to this podcast on Spotify, there is not a way to leave a review on Spotify. But what you can do is so much better because you can give me word of mouth, meaning that you can take a screenshot of, you know, the episode that you're listening and you can just upload them to your Instagram stories and you can tag me there and you can tell your photographer friends to go and listen. And that is actually so powerful, so powerful in my book that I will be forever grateful. So once again, thank you so much for listening. It really means the world to me. Now, this is today a solo episode and I wanted to think of a topic that was good for the industry and also a topic that people have some hesitation or they feel unsure about it. And what better topic than if you should be paying a referral commission to wedding planners. Now, if you have been in the wedding industry for a while, you know that this is a controversial topic. Some people are super against it. Some people are like, sure, I don't care. So today's episode, even though obviously I am biased because 
I don't pay for referral commissions, I still want to show you kind of like the pros and cons and give you enough information for you to make a decision, not for me to tell you what you should do or not. Because again, I don't know about your business. You need to be able to make these decisions for yourself. So without any further ado, I want to let you know that in order for me to prepare for this episode, I did speak with about 50 different photographers. These photographers are located all over the world. So this was important to me because sometimes what we do here in the state or even in my city, Miami, is completely different to what other people do in other cities and especially in other countries. So I wanted to get enough information because this podcast is heard by people all over the world, to be exact. 33 countries. So I want to make sure that I'm giving you enough information that perhaps can apply for you in, you know, your city, your country. Now, another thing that I asked these photographers is I wanted to know the price range they were in. And some photographers were in like a very high luxury price range. Some others were like higher, you know, higher end. Some others were kind of like in the middle and some others were entry level. So again, that gives me a little bit of first perspective as you know, as to understand, you know, how, you know, referral fees work, you know, in different markets. So the majority of photographers that I interview, like 95% of this, you know, 50 photographers that I interview, 50 to 60 photographers that I interview, they all said that they do not pay commission to event planners. Now, some of them said, I don't pay commission to event planners because nobody has ever asked me for a commission. So it's still a possibility that in the future, if the right opportunity presents, that they will pay a commission, okay? But a lot of photographers that don't pay for commission, they feel really, really strong about it and the reasons are really, really solid. So I want to present these reasons to you and then we move into kind of like the, the pros of like paying or, you know, the more positive aspects of it. So one of the main reasons that came about, they, a lot of the photographers that say, no, I do not pay for referrals, and I include myself in this group, is that the way vendors, could be, you know, event planners of whoever, the way they ask for the referral feels extremely sketchy. It's like, an under the table transaction. They really don't want to say out loud what they want. So they kind of like beat around the bush. And then when they kind of like say what they want, they don't want any transaction of this kind of like communication. So there won't be an email or text message, nothing like that. And obviously they're not going to give you an invoice for this transaction. Now this for me raises so many red flags because this is a business, right? And every single transaction that I do in my business, money that comes in and comes out of my business, I need to be able to explain that to my accountant so he can file, you know, my receipts in the right order and he can, you know, make make what accountants do. I don't know, I'm not an accountant, but I know every single year when I go and visit my accountant, I need to explain exactly how this money was used and why it was used so like he can do whatever he does and then I can have like all my taxes to be clean and clear. So if somebody's asking me for money as a commission and I cannot literally invoice them for this, right, or give them a receipt for this transaction, this is going to raise a huge flag for me. Now it means that the client doesn't know about it. It means that they don't want anybody to know about it. And then it means that now I'm stuck with the situation that I need to explain to my accountant. But now it's even talking about this makes me uncomfortable. Now, because this makes me uncomfortable, I want to bring kind of like this back to 
the beginning, which I should have started this podcast at, to say that when you set your business, when I established my business, there were some things that for me were really, really important. One of those things were my values. I want to work people that have the same values as I do. I want to network with people that have the same values as I, as I do. I want to work with people that respect me as a professional the same way that I respect them as a professional. And sometimes I feel like when people are coming to you just with the mindset of like, hey, if you want business, you need to give me money. It feels like there is not enough trust in that relationship or even respect. Now, this is my opinion. Nobody else's opinion. This is just what I think. So I don't want to start a relationship, like a business relationship, when like we're talking about money. And the only thing that we have in common is how much money you I'm going to pay you for giving me clients. That doesn't sit well with me. Okay, but going back to the list of pros and cons. So we talk about, you know, not having a receipt that I can explain to my accountant what this money was for. Another thing that a lot of photographers said is that they don't like that once you start paying, you are actually not serving the client. Let me explain this. When wedding planners are working with couples and they are helping them choose the vendors the majority of wedding planners that I have worked with, once again, never paid a referral commission, they are looking for the best interest of the couple. So all the vendors that they are referring to this couple are because they have the same aesthetic, perhaps, as the couple, because they have kind of like the same personality, so they know they're going to get along really well during this whole, you know, planning of a wedding. Um, they have worked with, you know, these vendors before, so they know they can rely on them. So there is, as you can see, there is a lot at stake here in this relationship. And the goal is to make sure that the client is 100% satisfied. Now, what happens when you are paying? Well, if you're working with somebody that only cares about the money that they're going to make out of you, then clearly they don't have the best interest at heart for the a couple, in my opinion. And let me explain this. Let's say there is photographer A and photographer B. Both photographers have the same price range, but both photographers are completely different styles and even personalities. One is like super airy and romantic and soft and calm, and the other one is loud and vibrant and super energetic. Now, let's say that this couple is a little bit more on the soft and romantic side and they're a little bit timid and they're a little bit quiet and they would be better with a photographer that is like them, a photographer that is maybe a little bit reserved, a photographer that is a little bit, you know, soft. However, photographer that is wild and loud pays a higher commission. Now, because this transaction is based only on money, I can guarantee you that the event planner is going to refer the loud and super high energy photographer just because they pay more. So if you can see in this example, the couple is the one that is going to end up losing, you know, air quotes here, because they're going to end up with a photographer that is not the one that fits their needs and wants best, but they're going to end up with a photographer that actually kick the most amount of money to the event planner. And I don't like that because I want to make sure that when I am working with a couple that has been referred to me by an event planner, that we are really a good fit. So that was another reason a lot of photographers gave me this. Like it becomes a money game and whoever pays the most ends up winning. And that is not fair. 
Now, another reason that photographers don't like this is that they feel that they need to inflate their pricing. Meaning that let's say photographer A charge $1,000 for a wedding. Again, these are very low numbers because I'm not good with numbers. Very, very, you know, $1,000. And now the event planner says, listen, I have a client for you. However, you need to give me 10% commission. Now the photographer feels somehow obligated to inflate their pricing because, well, they're not going to get 10,000, you know, 10% out of their own pocket. So what they're going to do is instead of charging this couple $1,000, now they're going to charge $1,100, right? Because they have to add that markup difference to the price. And in this way, once again, the client ends up losing because the client ends up paying more money than what your actual services are worth. Now, for me, this creates a bigger problem because not only you have to inflate your pricing for this client, but what happens when this client refer their friends to you and for some reason you forgot that you had inflated your pricing and now you give a quote to this new referral that came from this client and you're like, hey, my wedding services is $1,000. What's gonna happen? Now, this friend is probably gonna be like, oh my God, thank you for referring so, so fantastic. We booked them and we only paid $1,000. Well, the person that ended up paying $1,100 now is going to be like, well, wait a minute, why? Why did I pay more for the same services? And this could turn into a really, really difficult situation because now you might have a client that feels that you took advantage of them and there is nothing worse than breaking the trust of a client. Now they can literally go and leave bad reviews about you or not even bad reviews, like an honest review and say like, hey, this person charged me more for the same services as my friends. This person inflated the pricing for me. You definitely don't want to have reviews like that. So super, super difficult situation because again, we're busy, you can forget. And here this can turn into something that is really bad for your business. Now, another reason why photographers don't like to pay for referrals, and I'm going to include myself again in all of this, I don't want a third-party person telling me how to run my business. Once again, when I started my business, I set certain boundaries that I said, I'm gonna, this, these are my boundaries. This, this is my comfort zone. I don't want somebody else coming and tell me, hey, if you want business, you have to give me money because now those are their rules, not my rules. And I don't like that. So I'd rather say no thank you and I continue to work on my own to create, you know, amazing experience for the current clients I have so they can refer me people. Another reason why people don't like to pay for referrals is because they don't want to put their eggs all in one basket. Now hear me out. When I was doing this kind of like interview with photographers, one photographer mentioned to me, he's like, I pay. And this event planner actually gives me about 80% of my business. That's the reason why I pay. That's great. You know, this one person is giving you 80% of your business. This could be a very dangerous situation for your business in the long run. Because what would happen the day that this person is no longer giving you referrals? And this could happen for many, many reasons. It could happen because they go out of business. It could happen because they move to another city. It could happen because, hey, somebody else came along and is paying them more money. So they're going to go 
with the money and they're going to leave you behind. So don't put all your eggs in one basket. If you are paying somebody because they're referring you 80% of your business or even 50% of your business, I would say that today is the day that you start working some strategies so you can get out of this relationship. So in the end, your business doesn't get hurt. And I would say this the same thing, like if you get all your clients from Instagram or if you get all your clients from Pinterest, you need to diversify the way that you get clients. So once again, don't put all your eggs in one basket. And the last thing that I would say is like, it wouldn't be fair for me either to set my pricing based on like the amount of money that I need to make per year and then halfway through the year come across somebody that is like hey i'm gonna refer you business if you give me let's say 10 percent discount and now the structure that i have for my business and the money that i needed to make is gonna be cut short because now i have to i didn't budget for this so now i have to get this extra money out of my pocket and i think it's a little bit unfair so overall i myself carolina gusik i don't pay for referrals i have never paid and the whole concept i don't like it. Now, some other photographers, a smaller quantity of them out of these people that I kind of like had conversations with. So like, hey, I don't see what the problem is. I don't care. I pay, whatever. And if that is your approach, that is also okay. Because once again, it's your business and you should run your business in a way that you feel comfortable with. Now, what I would say if you are okay paying a referral commission, whether it's because that's the way that is in your city or whether because you like have no problem with it, is that instead of inflating your pricing for this particular event planner clients, is that you bump up your pricing all across 10%. So like you don't have the situation, as I mentioned before, when like you give one price to somebody and a different price to another client, okay? So make sure that you, when you create your pricing, you budget for that extra 10 or 15% that somebody is going to charge you along the way, okay? That you also speak to your accountant and you understand what's gonna happen with this money and who's gonna pay taxes on that money, okay? I think that is really, really important. If you are in a different mindset and you are somehow in between and you're like, ah, oh, I feel weird because I want to work with event planners and I don't want to pay and I don't know what to do to make sure that I get referrals, you can do what the majority of us do, which is take care of your event planner. And you don't have to take care of your event planner with money. I have created beautiful collaborations with event planners and I have actually spoke with people, you know, during this research that had some amazing kind of like structures set up for them to work with event planners. So let me go through some of them. One of the things that you should be doing when somebody's giving you a referral is obviously that person, in this case, let's talk about my event planners, the event planners that, get to, that I get to work with. All of them get access to all the images from the wedding, you know, with permission of the couple, and they can use those photos in social media, they can use those photos in their website, even if they're running an ad, I let them use these photos. Now, I also let them use these photos without any time on the licensing, meaning that they can do have a photo on their website forever and ever if they want to, right? When you buy stock photography, you know that the majority of stock photography has a time limit on it. So in this case, I'm allowing them to use my photos forever and ever. That in itself is worth much more 
than the 10% that I, you know, that some people request. That in itself is way more valuable because you are giving these people content for their social media platforms, for the blog, for, you know, whatever the case is. Another thing that perhaps you can do is have an agreement with an event planner with she or he is going to have kind of like first dips on your dates and that your calendar is open for their clients. That way, you know, if they are going to refer you a bunch of clients, they know what your calendar looks like and they just have to say, instead of asking you if your day is available, they already know because you shared your calendar with them and they can be like, hey, I have a wedding this day. Another thing that you can do, which I think is way more valuable, is that you can give incentives for the couple and the client. I mean, for the couple and the event planner. This is what I mean. Let's say an event planner uh, refers you work and you can say, hey, let's call her Lucy. Let's say Lucy Events. So you can say, hey, Lucy, you know what? You are fantastic. I love working with you. And I want to give you a little extra. So like when you send me clients, you feel good and your clients feel good. So what I want to give you is all the clients that you refer me are going to get an extra hour of coverage on the wedding day. Now, you're going to look like a million dollars because now you're giving them something that perhaps they want. Now, the client is probably going to be really happy because they're like, well, instead of eight hours, nine hours is better because now this photographer can stay with us until the end of the party. And then the wedding planner is going to look literally like a million bucks because when she makes a recommendation to the couple, she's going to be like, hey, and on top of that, if you, if you get to, you know, book this photographer because I'm, you know, because you're my client, they want to give you this present. This is a win-win for everybody because you're not losing money. You're not getting money out of your pocket to pay for somebody, but you're giving value. And sometimes value is literally more valuable than actual cash. So I want you to think about this. How many ways could you actually collaborate with vendors instead of just giving them money? What can other things can you do to make sure that this, you know, business relationship is worth for everybody involved. How could you create value without having to sacrifice your income? So I hope that I give you enough ideas. Another great idea that I just thought about is you could be like, hey, all the, you know, all the clients that you refer me get a complimentary engagement session. I can guarantee you that that event planner is going to be really happy with that choice and is going to help you get more clients. And then again, one, you know, there is no money involved. There is only value and a win-win situation for everybody. So guys, I hope I give you enough information today to think about this. I want to close this episode with this, which is kind of like, a, not, not a warning because there's no warning everybody, but like, like a big point that I want to make here is like, this is your business and you get to run your business however you want to. And if you work in a city or a country where like giving kickbacks in money is the usual, you can be a trailblazer and you can change that. You don't need to give money if you don't want to. And I want you to understand that nobody should be forcing you to do something that you don't want nobody should be kind of like bullying you into a situation that you don't want nobody should be telling you like hey you're never gonna book any business if you don't give me any money because at the end of the day there is so many ways to get clients that doesn't necessarily involve 
other vendors or wedding planners, okay? So I want you to think about that too. I want you to start working on your SEO. I want you to start networking with people that share the same values as you do. I can guarantee you that in your city, even if, I'm doing air quotes, the norm is paying, I can guarantee you that a lot of people feel uncomfortable with that and a lot of people will want to change things. So go ahead, start the revolution in your city, take control of this, you know, go and change the status quo. So that's all for today. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have any questions or if you want to, you know, add to this conversation, feel free to send me a DM. You know, the conversation always continues there or on my Facebook group. Until next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. For more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes, please visit thetogrepublic.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Want even more? Join our marketing community group. Just search for the Tog Republic group on Facebook. Until next week.